you for joining this pretty mystic vibe. The intention here is to encourage, uplift, and inspire us to look our best, feel our best, own our power, so that we can be our best. So join me, your divine sister, Pretty Priestess. Thank you for coming to this share. What's happening, family? Peace, light, and love to the world right about now. What a beautiful time of year it is. It is the true and official new year, springtime, where you start to see the flowers bloom and the sun is coming up. What a beautiful break from the freezing cold Pittsburgh weather that we had, y'all. And so for that, I am so grateful. And what I've been doing all this week, y'all, I've been just really cleaning and prepping. And I think that's probably part of all of that whole new moon vibe that's going about because you know, like the new moon is a time for you to be in contemplation, not necessarily doing that work officially on the day of the moon, of the new moon, but more of being um, in contemplation and really developing strategies on how you plan to move forward. And so that's the space that I was in for the most part. But for whatever reason, I just got into this mode of clean, cleaning. So I mean, I went through this house in a powerful way and just really started doing like all of the the, the background cleaning, you know, like pulling stuff out, wiping all behind there and getting all of the little stuff we tend to overlook throughout the weeks and everything, hitting them baseboards up, just a whole lot of that type of cleaning, you know, pulling stuff out so that it's not just cleaned on the surface, but just cleaned around the um, entire house. And it made a tremendous difference. It's like it just lightened it up. And then, of course, you know, I did a little bit of cleansing. And I used this time, instead of using, I usually use dragon's blood. That's my, like, go-to thing, especially if there's, like, a lot of um, arguing or stifled energy or just feeling tired and wore down or just any of those little vibes that I ain't really feeling all like that. What I'll do is get that dragon's blood and throw that on the coals and crack the windows and um, let it do its thing. And it definitely raises up the vibration, but I wasn't even feeling that this time, which was um, different. I had me some Palo Santo sticks and I um, commenced to burning that throughout the house. And it, it definitely elevated the vibration in the house. So that is going to be another thing that I'm going to routinely use. I've, I've always used like Palo Santo um, right before meditation is typically um, what I've used the Palo Santo for. Um, but this particular time, and um, I was just led to do that, that Palo Santo, it did, it, 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 it brought a, a different type of refreshing um, energy to the room that just really, you know, was like, yeah, I think I can rock with this. So now Palo Santo is the new ticket. 
I also got some of that Palo Santo essential oil and I have a calendar that talks about like all of the medicinal uses of different herbs and this month on my calendar is the Palo Santo believe it or not and the Palo Santo is really good to put in diffusers so um, it helps with the respiratory system and all of those um, types of issues and everything and it really helps to ease that up. However, um, in my experience, Palo Santo has just been one that has just been good with clarity and like lifting the vibe up in any type of atmosphere. And so um, I used some rainwater that I charged up and I added some frankincense and myrrh. That's my go-to right there. And I threw some Palo Santo in the mix. So now I got a, a little threesome that was going on right there in the spray bottle. And I commenced to spraying that around the house and on the plants. And my plants really appreciate it. You know how you can just kind of feel those subtle charges of energy like right away, especially with plants. They have that ability to sometimes they'll just perk up right away or you'll just notice like the small subtleties, right? And so with that spray, um, going across the plants and everything and in the room and everything, not only did it lift up the vibe in the room, it cheered the plants up as well. So definitely try to rock with some of that Palo Santo, fam. I was like, yeah, it definitely, it set it off for the week. And so this was a week where there was a lot of changes because the seasons change, you know that things change and that's just the way that it goes and everything. And it just really set the vibe um for this time of year and um the 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 mood the the vibe that I was looking to shift into a lighter more energetic vibe that's what I was looking for and that Palo Santo definitely helped to get me there it gave me some clarity it gave me a boost and just really some feel-good stuff. So definitely rock with that. That crystal, that Udeolite, when I was talking about that, uh, and it is unfortunate again, where I was having those technical difficulties with that Protect Your Neck um, series, but it is on um, the podcast. However, it didn't make it to YouTube. But... Um, that Udeolite that I was talking about that works directly with that seal chakra. I rocks with that seal chakra. Um, though I've uh, studied about it, like I really didn't feel connected to doing that work until right about now at this particular time. And so the color for that seal chakra, which is in the back of your neck, like right in between the base of the, um, the skull and the spine, um, is, is the only chakra that can take energy inward. So this is one of those times where you, when you're doing spiritual work or you're in an environment, like it's really important that you kind of um, protect that energy center. Now we can go back and forth on like the semantics on how that works and everything. But from what my understanding is and what my studying has been is that this chakra is the only one that takes energy in. Like they talk about how, um, uh, what is the uh, uh, the sacral chakra when people wear those like midriff shirts and how that exposes a lot of sexual energy and everything. So um, 
with that, the sacral chakra is 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 not one of those energy centers that takes in energy when the sacral chakra is exposed. However, it does exude that energy. The um the zeal chakra, or they call that what is it? the mouth of God, is a chakra that that not only it takes in energy, but it also is the seat of consciousness. So this is a really, really powerful energy center to work with. And I have been noticing that um, clarity for me, working with this stone, um, that's really good with working with that, that Zil Chakra is um, called a Udial Light. This was the first time that I've heard of that. And so I shared that with you, fam. And... Um, I've been working with it for the past few days, and I do notice that I usually have a lot of gaps in thinking. Don't forget, I used to chain smoke reefer in my 20s, right? And as a direct result of that, occasionally I'll get a thought and totally lose it and forget where I was going in the whole nine. It's a damn shame. It's unfortunate. Just say no, <laughs> whatever, or maybe sometimes, or maybe not so much or whatever is clever. However, um, here we go again. However, I'll have those gaps in thoughts with that Udial light. I've, I have noticed that that has not been happening as much. And I also noticed that I've been able to tap in to a lot of things like beforehand. Like I noticed that some changes are um, about to go down or not even necessarily are about to go down. What I'll do is I'll just start making preparations for changes that are about to go down. And then when they go down, I'm in a space of being prepared for it. So it's been making me a lot more um, quick in my response or a little bit more proactive in my responses because I've just been able to kind of pick up on the direction of the energy and jump right in there and um and 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 be in a space of 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 preparation for moving forward. The other thing that I have noticed is that um the Claire's are definitely kicking in a little bit more so. Um, where the meditations is uh, are starting to uh, be just a little bit more focused and grounded. I've started really working with like grounding my energy and everything. So that was starting to become a little bit easier for me. But it, the visualizations is starting to... Um, it, it not be so much of a struggle. It kind of takes the struggle out of all of that work. Um, the sensitivity that I've been having, like it's not disturbing or jarring or off-putting, but I will notice that I'm a lot more sensitive and aware of spirit speaking to me, spirit reaching out to me. I'm in better touch with my ancestors. This is so gangster and so awesome. I had some relatives who came and let me know that, you know, it's in my nature sometimes, even if I am one of those people who tends to try to stay to hell from around the madness and the bullshit um, that a, a lot of how I process that on an emotional level can be taxing for me because I truly do care. 
And so in order to protect my energy, sometimes I'll stay away from the situation. However, I'm still closely monitoring that to see if there's any assistance that may be needed at that particular time. And with that, I was able to um, really connect with uh, some ancestors, my grandmother, who really reassured me that I did not need that aggravation in my life. And it is okay to stay to hell from around the madness. It is okay. It is okay. So what I did was I was able to um, send some love, some support, and send all of the blessings that I could and step the hell away from that. And so now my approach to that is a little bit, um, is a little more distant. Um, and it is not that I've disconnected and I don't care from it, but the attachment to the outcome is no longer a responsibility that I was taking. So it definitely freed me from being in a space where I felt like I needed to to be the person helping them navigate the situation. Um, so now I got a little bit smarter with how I approach that. Well, can you tell me, how can I help you so that I'm not in a space of being frustrated that I'm putting in all of this effort and I'm not really feeling effective. So just me simply asking, how can I help you? What can I do to help you? And if they don't really have a direct um, answer on what you can do to assist them. That's something that's doable because somebody can say, well, how you can really help me is by paying all my bills. Well, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to do that one though. But what I can do is help you find some resources that will assist you and keep it like that. And so then that way, um, for me, just having a specific agenda of what I can do to assist has been just about everything. And yeah, it took a little bit of clarity and reflection for me to really be in a space um, to release that. It's so easy to do that when you're not really connected and attached to people. It's easy to tell somebody that this is what needs to happen. But when individuals are so close to your heart and you really want to see them get victory in life, um, for me and the individual that I am, it makes me, it makes me very sad and very tired trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. Um, metaphorically, of course. So anyway, let's move on with that and everything. I wanted to, um, talk about some other stuff. What else was I working with? Oh, the black tourmaline definitely keeping me grounded and everything. I ran across, um, some stuff at Bed Bath & Beyond where they just had like a bowl of them and they were on the clearance rack and I scooped that up immediately. That and the tiger's eye. And those was two stones that I definitely, um, 
found to be useful. They're small enough so that I can fit them in my belly button when I need a little extra boost of that confidence, that tiger's eyes bringing it in for me. So I definitely um, was hyped up about all of that. Just the shit that you find when you're out and about. You know what I'm saying? Do not sleep the clearance racks, y'all. I am all about that clearance. And then I've been noticing a lot of just at this time of year, that full circle justice. Like if you've noticed that a lot of things like, um, especially like in work and in life, you'll start seeing like somebody that's been going through changes, living a struggle and everything. And if they've been doing their work and they've been putting that work in, um, this time right here is a really good time to start seeing the results of all of that. And I've been seeing it on many levels. I don't know about how you checking that shit out, but look a little deeper because I'm telling you, this is what this is right for right about now. What a powerful time to be in this world. And I'm hoping full circle justice also turns out for um, George Floyd, who is now in the ancestor realm. I shade to that man um, where we saw him tragically unfortunately killed um, by a police officer. And he's one of many stories of this unfortunate thing happening. But that full circle justice is something that I would hope and pray to um, be able to see, especially in this time of age, at this time and and, um, this day and time where we're seeing a lot of social injustices be highlighted And it is my prayer that we will be able to correct those injustices and really get some healing from that. And that is essentially what that Thursday candle ritual that I've been doing since 2021 started. Um, Reparations and justice. Um, for those of us in the African diaspora, because we have had a literal and a metaphorical foot in our ass for hundreds of years, for many generations. And it is going to be difficult for us to be taking seriously and perceived as um, individuals that are worthy of justice until it's being taken seriously by all those involved. And with all things considered, I I really know that reparations is what's going to help to heal that. Just the same way that it has been able to heal the Japanese, the Israelites, and other individuals in different ethnicities that they have received reparations for their maltreatment, for the mistreatment from the um, American um, country. So why not those individuals that have been mistreated, marginalized, and disproportionately I, I would say delivered justice, but that I can't even say that that was justice. Disproportionately convicted of perceived criminal and potentially criminal 
um, behaviors over the years. And so it's essential and imperative that we go ahead and move forward with trying to heal that whole situation by allowing reparations for those individuals within the African diaspora, not just for the transatlantic slave trade and the practice of slavery in itself, but the many, many years of oppressive practices that followed all the way up until this day where we're still seeking justice for a man who was killed on video live and direct. If I was caught robbing a grocery store, if I was caught doing a homicide and they had it on video and they had it on tape, it would be a slam dunk case. I would be assured that I would go to prison. But that has not been so for individuals in the African diaspora. So apparently you can walk up in our homes. Apparently um, we can be killed. You can record it. And it still doesn't seem to, to resonate. And that's very unfortunate. And I do believe that reparations will help in remedying that in taking individuals seriously so that when crimes are committed for to us that it will resonate with the policymakers and the lawmakers and any of the other officials that are connected and concerned with that so let me get up off of my box with that because I'll tell you one thing for sure I'll be here all day with it I won't let it go that I can promise you. I'll be here all day with it. I'm firm on my position. That's where I'm at. Let's see if you remember. What year was this? what that was whoa natalie cole was kicking that in the year 1976 sophisticated lady that's what i'm talking about we talking about some real showering music right there baby we talking about some let's get it for work music right there I don't care what year was put out, fam. I'm rocking with that. It's the vibe. It's getting me right in that zone. I'm here to tell you music is a ministry like nobody's business. And this sophisticated lady, if this is the vibe you're trying to get on, if this is that groove you're trying to get on, that sophisticated lady with that swagger type vibe, this jam right here. Right, chip, sophisticated lady by Natalie Cole. Look that shit up. I'm here to tell you that's gonna help to shift you into that frequency. Oh, yes, you can. What else was going on in 1976? Carter and Walter Mondale got elected as president. Hold up, 1976 was a five year two, just like 2021. One, nine, seven, six, all turns out to equal five, 1976. Let's see, one and nine is 10, and seven and six is 13. 13 plus 10 is 23, and two plus three 
is five, which brings us down to that five-year family. And here's what I'm here to tell you. Was it a year of change? Well, check it out for yourself. Apple was incorporated with Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. And also, I think somebody was telling me, not only that, Microsoft started that year too. Now, I, if it, <laughs> I don't know about you, but uh, the computers revolutionized how things is going down. Oh, I wouldn't be talking to you today had it not been for that particular technology. So definitely, definitely the bell bottoms was rocking in the fashion scene. Cats was wearing the polyester shirts and the floral dress shirts, family. The floral dress shirts was going out. Here's the thing that's too funny. I remember my uncle JR used to rock them floral button dress shirts. And I thought to myself, mm, but he thought he was the smoothest with that shirt on. He definitely had him one with the butterfly collar. Mm. And his hat was ace deuce. That was where it was at back then. So, yeah, that's what was hot back then. Um, Check out some of the TV shows. It just kind of like transports you. Now, let me tell you something. I was still in diapers in 1976. Let's not get it twisted. Getting a little taste of that 1976 energy is just and just to bring it back here. The 2021 can bring you a whole different type of vibe, a vicious little swagger that you go bring in there. And see, the key is, for me, it's not necessary to follow the trends that everybody else is following and see what somebody else is wearing. Not that I won't definitely see something that I like, compliment it, and definitely try to make that work for myself. Make no mistake about it. However, for me, the key is, is doing something a little different. How can I get a little, just, just personalizing it myself. I'm always trying to take something and create a little new something, something for myself. You ain't got to feel that shit, but I certainly do. So this is what I do with that. Yeah. The sideburns for the fellas was banging back in the day. They had them little pork chop sideburns and everything. To this day, I still think them shits is hot. I've been trying to get my husband to do that because his 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 facial hair will grow a little bit like that. He is not really trying to do that. I think that would be such a hot look, but mm, not so much. So that's just the way it is. But that was 1976, man. And they was doing things a little differently back in 76. I will encourage you to take a look at that particular time. What a magical and exciting time it was with those bell bottoms and that disco culture. And even though it was way before my time, I am absolutely intrigued and amazed with all of the fashion, what have you's back in the 70s. If ain't nobody do some outrageous, doing it different outside of the box type of shit, the 70s got the lock on it. No doubt about it. Another thing, too, in that five energy I've been rocking with is this um, Labradorite. Woo, look at this baby right here. It's a part of that 
feldspar family, they say that is. I just read that in the book. I got a tip to give me a feldspar. I had no idea what that was and then looked it up a little bit and someone had a Labradorite listed. And I'm like, what the hell? So I looked into that and everything. Apparently, the Labradorite is a part of that family, and it works in a powerful way. And if you want to see some changes come about, if you want to help to get connected to your star player, this right here is going to support you in doing that. Now, this ain't no magic stone where I'm going to just rub this and all of a sudden, I am the magical queen. Oh, but wouldn't that be nice if it worked that way? But here's something even better. Here's what it does that's even more so magical. You will absolutely work with this. You can charge your water up with it. You can connect with this energy because just like you are from the earth, as above, so below, made up of the same stuff that you are. And what this does is it supports and activates that which is in you to connect to your star player. Rock with these crystals. Trust me when I tell you, you don't have to believe it for it to work, but you will notice the ease of some things that start to, it makes the swim a little more downstream as opposed to upstream. You will start to notice that things that you do every day, the normal vicissitudes throughout the day are smoothed, smoothed out just a little bit when you begin to work with the crystals and allow them to support you in your efforts. I do encourage you to rock with that Labradorite. What a powerful stone it is. Definitely get with that. So I wanted to talk a little bit about this time of year and what this is bringing about all of these changes and all of these shifts and how folks is like putting in the work and doing what it is that they do and this is a time where people are getting promotions and new things are happening and you know people are starting businesses and books and you know just you name it but you know what this is the time right now um According to a lot of the energetic forecasts, that this is a time right now where you can essentially make a wish and get with it, y'all, and get with it. Now is the time for you to become that version of you that you've always wanted to be. Now is the time to become your cre- uh, your greatest version. Not your created. I started to say your creative version. That too, family. But your greatest version, loves your greatest versions. And it's a shame because I also spoke to some people, and I was one of these individuals at one point or the other that struggled to shift. And these are some of the things they would say is... um, Oh, I, I'm not that type of person. That was one of my biggest things. No, 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 no. I'm from the hood. I'm going to be from the hood. That's just, you know, I'm not that type of bougie type of deal and this and that and the other. And I had no desire to be that. I'm not the type to, 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 to be, um, to be on those type of scenes. I'm not the type to drive that type of car. I'm not that type to wear that type of jewelry. I'm not that type to shop in those particular type of stores. I'm not that person, right? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. 
Absolutely. Yes, you are. Or I've been this way my whole life and I can't. Or it's always been this way. I can't do that. Mm -mm. That's, that's, That's too much for me. I can't learn that. I can't be like that. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So what what are what are we doing when we're trying to shift that area? We get afraid to. I was that person. I know that. And I'm still working that shit out because I've been poor all of my life. I grew up in the hood. I grew up in the projects. I grew up with absolutely nothing. So the struggle or living in a struggle is comfortable to me or was very, very comfortable. This, see, this is something I'm familiar with. I know how to be poor. I know how to kick it in the hood. You know, nobody's going to really have any, you know, expectations that I produce anything, you know, but whatever it is that I need to produce right here for where I'm at. And so when you get into a space, this comfort, that's your comfort zone. It's kind of hard for you to shift and you start feeling like you're not the type to be able to shift like that because this is the way that I've always been. So now, right now is the springtime. Let's pay attention to the lessons that earth is teaching on how seasons change because people change. Just like the seasons change. And let's talk about like what are all of the seasons about. We know the fall and the winter, right, is more about a time to go within and to hibernate like most of the animals do, right? All of the the plants and everything, they kind of fall off and everything goes to sleep for that period of time. Because this is a time to go within, to restore, to regenerate. The spring and the summertime is that time when we begin to blossom, right? We begin to blossom. But let me stop. Let me let me let me back it up because I'm starting. I'm I'm, I'm jumping all the way in the summertime. Let me back it up to the springtime where we are right now. Seed time. So let's talk about that setting the goal. Setting a goal. We already know what about setting a goal. Let's make sure your intentions are clear. What is it that you're trying to do? Is it what you really want to do? Are you absolutely certain? Make that shit real clear. Because I made a sad mistake of wanting something. Mm, Let me see. I said, um. I want a leadership opportunity. That's what I wanted. I wanted to advance. I wanted to get into leadership. I just wanted promotion. I wanted to get into leadership because I wanted to do something different. I felt like I can tell, you know, I can help them figure out a better way to do it. I'm getting into leadership. Was I specific about what it was that I wanted? Mm -mm. But that's what I was. And I thought that was a clear enough intention, right? And what I ended up essentially doing is ended up somewhere that I didn't want to be. See, for me not setting a clear intention on what it was that I wanted exactly, I ended up in a space where did I want to work on call shifts? Hell to the no. I ain't built like that. Mm-mm. Do I want to have to wear sneakers and shit like that when I'm out there in the street? Because I might have to be out here in the streets and everything. 
Hell no. I ain't trying to wear it. You know, I mean, I will wear sneakers when I got my grandbabies with me and I'm running around in the park. But other than that, no, no she can't. She ain't wearing no fucking sneakers. For what? Right? That's me. My bad. No hate, no shade on anybody that's sneakerheads out there because they do got dope ass shoes out there. So no shade, no hate. Just not my trip, not my style, not my thing. And now I'm not into wearing shoes that hurt my feet anymore. <laughs> but I am into a, a different type of look and it's not the sporty look that I'm looking for. So no. So these were a whole bunch of things that I didn't want. I didn't want chaos. I needed balance. I needed work-life balance. And I damn sure didn't want to dress like I was going to the damn sporting events. Right? So all of those things didn't work. And I ended up in a space that I did not want to be in. Be clear on your intention. Keep your shit to yourself, number two, okay? Be sure that you keep your shit to yourself. Why is that? Because everybody don't see your vision. Not that they don't love you. They don't care about you. We do know that there's haters out there that's hawking, right? But not necessarily everyone is a hater. There are some people who really want the best for you, but they are limited in their ability to see visions through. And especially those individuals that's used to the struggle, that are married to a particular system of it having to be that way, the only way for you to be successful is for you to get an education and get you a job and go through that particular process. And the people that are really subscribed to that will oftentimes discourage you from pursuing anything that's outside of the box. So let me tell you now, keep that shit to yourself. Then commit to doing the work. So you don't have to give everybody that update about, oh, uh, my Facebook status. Here I am. I'm on the job. I'm on the grind. You know, we like to do that. I know attention is the new currency and all of that other bullshit and this and that. But sometimes... Sometimes doing that work in secrecy is when you get your most gangsterous shit. At least that's how it's worked out for me. When I kept that shit to myself, when I stopped telling people what it was about, that's when I started. And even if nobody else was feeling it, I certainly was like, oh, yeah. Now, if it didn't do anything, I got breakthrough, right? So definitely, definitely be committed to that work. Take some time out every single day to be about the business of that work that you're on. For me, for me, I'm a morning person. I'm one of those people. I got to get up early. I'm up early and I got my little morning routine down. And as a part of my morning routine, while I'm having coffee, I'm doing the work, working on that goal and this and that, right? Now, Today, got a new goal, got a new seed to plant in the spring soil for the springtime. Because the springtime, just like the farmers do, is the time for you to begin in planting some of those seeds. Oh yeah, oh yeah, this is a good time to do that. So, um, want to get that book started? Hmm, want to get that blog going? Mm, that podcast cracking word 
all of that stuff that you want to go for that promotion, that new job. Now it's time to do that. If you have not started seeing things happen for you, now is the time to get into that whole energy, get into that whole vibe. You know, are you ready to go ahead and shift yourself into more of a, a business minded mentality? It is the time to do that. So start reading up. Start studying, start paying attention, regardless of what anyone says, those social, um, what, what are they called? Uh, more ways and folk ways, right? The way that people operate, the, the way they go about doing things, right? Those are things that you really want to study because you can get all of the book knowledge that you want in the world. But if you don't know how to operate on a social level, if you don't know how to interact, if you don't know how to be a part of the community, you're going to fall short. Be sure that you study it thoroughly be about the business of that start seeing it start finding you some books that's going to encourage you some people some stuff that's going to encourage you in your pursuits continue to listen to um Tony Robbins podcast listen to the pretty priestess we gonna keep you going with that um on this pretty mystic vibe we definitely um are gonna uh keep some information that's gonna be live and direct um as far as I know on deck for you to be able to work with also um <sighs> lost my thought just that quick Plant seeds this year. Plant seeds this year to become your greatest version. But once you have planted those seeds, you kept that shit to yourself and you've committed to making it happen, doing the work by setting your routine every particular day. <gasps> Thought came back. The other thing I was just going through one of the books. The altar. Get you a altar. See, what people don't realize what altars necessarily do. And I know that for many people, like I said, I do things a little differently. No disrespect. That their altars are a sacred environment and they use it for whatever different reasons. For my purposes, what I use altars for um, are to keep me in a specific mentality. I use them to help me to raise my subconscious mind on a particular level. So I have ancestor altar, of course, where I got my ancestors just looking out for me and everything and making sure like all of the family bullshit and all of the other, because I'm not going to go and ask like my, my cousin who lived to struggle all of these years, like for some tips on how to get rich and get to the next level. Cause he ain't got them for me. Like he's encouraging me and, 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 and rooting me on and everything. Right. But he's not, he, he ain't got too much for me and say, hey, maybe you want to read that Napoleon Hill book or something, you know, other than that, that's all they got for me. So we're not going with them for that. You know, we get in with the ancestors for stuff that we know that they can assist us with. So the ancestors are set to the side for that. For me, trying to get, um, for me, not trying to, I'm trying to eliminate that word. For me, getting into a frequency where I'm elevating um, my 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 esteem, when I'm sitting, where I'm stepping into a space of being elegant, being sophisticated, um, being um, more feminine, 
you know, bringing that softer quality uh, um, to myself. I have a goddess altar where I really have different aspects of goddesses that are um, different versions of beauty different versions of beauty in all of his glory and all of his aspects. Um, I'll have those. I'll also have some of the other things that symbolize victory, success, power, um, authority. So all of those things that are important to me are the things that I'll put on my altars so that um, I can move in the direction that I want to. Because what the altar does is it alters the mind. It helps to alter the mind. So you really want to make sure that 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 the intention, the direction that you want to move into is all in alignment for all of the things that you see around you. So what does your house look like? Does it look like victory? Does it remind you of victory when you look up on your altars? Do you have a space where you can come and be quiet and, and silent and, and really do some work that's going to help to propel you in, in into that space? The reason why I said what your house looks like, um, the reason why I said, what does your house look like? Because your house in essence is an altar itself. When you walk in the door, you'll notice maybe some people have knickknacks, statues, pictures, um, how people have different arrangements. There used to be people who would have, uh, white Jesus, John F. Kennedy and Martin Luther King and a lot of black houses. Okay. And they would have them in their houses and those would be their symbols of righteousness. Now, I'm not here to say that John F. Kennedy wasn't a righteous man. Martin Luther King wasn't a righteous man. And white Jesus isn't a righteous man. I just have some issues with a God that's not in your image. But if this is what gets you to victory, I will step out the way, please. But in working with subconscious work, you really must be careful with the messages that you're sending to your mind. Because if you deify an image that you really can't identify with, it's going to be kind of hard for you to make that connection. Please understand that. That is my only reason. There's no shade and no hate here. That's what this is about. It's about you connecting to the star in you. Absolutely. And so with that, it's crucial that you pay attention to your surroundings because you want them to support you. So this was the reason why I talked about the Labradorite and the other stones that you're going to work with and have them around you. The altars that's going to support you in making that happen, right? So when you're setting your goals, when you're setting your intentions, you can begin to visualize and it will start to really illuminate itself within your visualizations because you have constant reminders that's tapping your subconscious mind in the direction that you want it to go into. Commit to doing the work. And then last 
but not least, celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. All victories, celebrate. Even the small ones, even the small ones. If you were going to write a book and you wrote a paragraph, celebrate that victory because it is a step in the right direction. You may not have anyone to celebrate with you, but please be assured you celebrating your victory, you celebrating your success, personal or not, is going to continue to keep that morale boosted up so that you can continue in propelling yourself forward. Well, that's about my time for right now, family. I love you all. I truly, truly, truly hope that you decide. Let me see if I can find my jam before we get up out of here. I truly hope that you decide to take this time and maximize it. I'm here to tell you it is time. It is time. Let's get it. You are able. Yes, you are. And yes, you can. Peace and light. Peace and love.